Hey, how's it going? It's Jack Osborne, and you're listening to Luna Magic Tea Time. Hello, and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week, we are going to talk about do-it-yourself magical body care, sort of. But before we get into that, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Leave us a rating, what have you, on your favorite podcast app. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, CastBox, Google Play, all of them. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. You can follow us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. You can also follow us over on Instagram. So before I get too deep into this episode, get out your notepad, get out a pen, paper. This one's going to be a little bit like last one with a lot of, a lot of information and a lot of recipes for body care. Um, this one is a little bit more complicated. Some of the recipes do require more work and the ingredients can be a little more expensive or a little less accessible if you, especially if you're not in like a metropolitan area. But if it is something that you're invested in, the possibilities become endless and it's it's amazing. I There's a lot of things that I integrate into my everyday um, that I couldn't live without at this point. What I'm not going to do is I'm not going to give instructions on how to make lotions or body butters or things like that. I do know how to make them, but the process of it is complicated. And for me as a visual, both learner and kind of that's how I prefer to teach that, it's too hard to do it over a podcast. Okay. So sorry, we're not making lotions or body butters or salves or things like that over this podcast because trust, I tried to write it out. And it made me ragey. <laughs> there's, there's plenty out there if people want to. Oh, yeah. There's tons. You start small. You don't need to do everything at once. Exactly. Another thing is I just want to go over most everything I that we talk about in this, this episode, for sure, can be found on Amazon. But they can also be ordered through Mountain Rose Herbs, which is a local to us company that ethically sources their stuff. And they're just incredibly easy to work with. You can find small local places almost anywhere that sell things like beeswax and shea butter and jojoba and all of that. For me, part of being pagan is really making sure that it that my ethics are aligned with as much as I can possibly align them with in this capitalistic society that we live in. So I buy all my stuff through Mountain Rose Earth. That's a dangerous store to go in, though. Oh, gosh. Oh, I love it's their like the, physical the location. Costco. <laughs> it is. Know. And their their local physical shop that you can go into and just, oh, heaven, heaven. Yes. Start with the basics of how to take care of your body, how to wash a body. I always just, I, A, Get a good, get a good loofah. Did you know you can grow your own loofah? I did not know you that. You can. When I was volunteering at the herb farm, uh, we grew loofah and it was amazing. It's, it's a plant. That, that raw natural loofah you buy at the store is a plant and you can grow your own. You just have to dry it out before you, you harvest it, keep it in its little pod 
And then when it's dried out, when it's kind of like, you know, you dry garlics when you harvest them like that, yeah. then you can soak it and peel off the, yeah, it's amazing. It was, nice. it was really fun. Anyway, you want something good like that. You want good quality stuff to scrub your body down with. Okay. That's number one. Good quality materials on your skin. I prefer the Castiel soap. Castiel? No, that was from Supernatural. I apologize, universe. C-A-S-T-I-L-E. In liquid form, most health food stores have a little, like, you can fill up a little thing. You can buy about a quart for under, I want to say under $8. But I think mine was just about in that eight to 10 range it is gentle enough for baby skin and you can find scented versions if you want you can find unscented versions uh their lavender is lovely and in my experience it works much better than other pure soaps but you can use other pure soaps and they'll be labeled pure soap like ivory yeah is a pure yeah, soap yeah. Feel free to use ivory. I'm going to give you the, our first recipe coming up is for an exfoliant. And I literally, I used this yesterday because I was feeling kind of, eh, and I was like, I need a little, I need to feel a little pampered. So simplest exfoliant slash scrub is a sugar scrub. And it is just coconut oil and brown sugar or white sugar. The difference is going to be the brown sugar holds up a little better. They both hold up. The yeah. olive oil isn't going to break down the sugar. Not olive oil, coconut oil. It's not going to break Do down the sugar. Do you use um, the solid coconut oil or? I melt it. I, I, I don't melt it, but I make sure it's soft and foldable. You want to be able to okay. fold in your... <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I've been watching a lot of shit's more, this shit. It's solid. Um, so you're going to fold in that brown sugar you want about equal part but it will depend like some people don't like how gritty it feels so they want it not as you know yeah. all to so about equal parts and then you add in your essential oil whatever it is and that's it you can store it in a glass jar like you would any other scrub the coconut oil will hold up really really well but the brown sugar uh, you'll want to change it out. Like if you make a big batch and you're going to be using a bunch, you'll want to change it out every couple of weeks. Okay. So don't make more than you're going to use in a couple of weeks. Unless you want to keep it in the fridge. Okay. Which I don't really recommend because then it gets really hard to work with. I really enjoy, like I made mine smell like um, geranium and orange yesterday. Mm, nice. I saw um, one, something real simple that's going through my multiple books I had and they just took oatmeal put it in a cloth wrapped it in a rubber band and used it as a scrubber yeah you could put it in like lavender or some herbs not in since it's all closed in yeah you could absolutely now I was actually going to talk about this kind of later in the podcast but let's I'm just sorry. hit it now no 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 we can hit it right now so I didn't break down a list of ingredients like I did in the other one in the last episode but you're definitely going to want coconut oil and you're definitely going to want your your favorite selection of essential oils and you're going to want either muslin i don't like to use cheesecloth i find it too porous yeah and too holy um so i prefer muslin or another any other non-dyed cotton terry cloth is pretty easy to get a hold of and it will hold up pretty well 
So like I've made my own makeup remover pads where I just cut them in circles and stitch two together and out of terry cloth. But you can purchase large sealable tea bags and they will make a pot of hold enough product to make like 32 to 48 ounces of tea. Most often they will, you can seal them up with something like a, a flat iron or an iron. And I prefer to use those. Most of them are um, compostable. So if you're using exclusively natural herbs and stuff, you scoop mm-hmm. it out of your bath, put it in the compost. And so that's, I invest in reusable muslin that you're willing, yeah, that you're going to, yeah, that you're going to wash, whatever, make your own. I, mine is just this, I I bought three yards of muslin when it was on sale and I just keep cutting it away. (laughs) Need it. And then I wash it and just throw, I literally just throw it in the washing machine. And then, yeah, if you're going to do the oatmeal scrub, just wrap it up in that. You can also do a coffee scrub. You can mix the, um, oh God, the coffee scrub. So equal parts, coconut oil, used coffee grounds, and they really should be used. You want, you do kind of want to wring out as much extra moisture as you can, Yeah. but you're just going to mix in the coffee grounds and the coconut oil. Again, it will hold up pretty well in the fridge. You will want to change this one out a little more often than you would the brown sugar kind of, you know, just, but for a quick bam in the morning, it is so nice. Oh, and your skin will look amazing. Nice. Um, If you are going to do an oatmeal scrub, you might want to blitz them real quick in the coffee grinder because the shape of them, the shape of oat, they don't, if you blitz them, it gives them a little edge. Yeah. But oh, and oatmeal is the thing. Oh, oatmeal will make your skin so soft and absolutely oatmeal baths, the way to go. Nice. But we'll get to baths in a bit. Yep. One of my favorite lip scrubs is just coconut oil and white sugar. Um, I don't make any more than about a tablespoon at a time because it doesn't like to hold up very well. I yeah. do not use essential oils on this because it's too close to my mouth to yeah. for me to I don't like it. But you could you can buy They're more flavored or yeah, you could buy, you know, like um Oh, what am I thinking of? Like a candy flavor. There's there's options. You can flavor them, but I don't. Okay, deodorant. Now, this is really important. This is deodorant. It is not an antiperspirant. But I've been using this for how long? Since before I met Nancy. Yep. Um, and Nancy's never told me that I stink. And I think she would. <laughs> she does not stink at all. <laughs> I am pretty sure she would tell me, girl, what? Um, <laughs> not working. <laughs> now what I, I will we, warn you, we both know a person that is, yes, it's not work. <laughs> yes. And, not work. <laughs> and now I will warn you again, uh, when, if you are going to make the switch to this, uh, give yourself two weeks, like allow yourself to smell, not like you yeah. for, for a couple of weeks, because it's your body adjusting to a leaving behind some of those antiperspirant chemicals um, and letting your body just find its natural balance really is what we're doing but after that two two weeks or so you will smell like what you 
intend your deodorant to smell like. And so we're just going to get into this recipe real quick. It's so good. I've never, I have not used store-bought deodorant for over a decade. And like I said, no one has ever told me I stink. And I'm around people who would. So four <laughs> tablespoons coconut oil, you're going to want to melt it just because, oh my God, it is so much easier to do this when that is melted. Uh, two to three tablespoons of baking soda and one tablespoon cornstarch or arrowroot. And then whatever essential oils you want. I usually do between 30 and 40 drops, but it just, it depends. And you're just going to mix that all really well. And then you're going to, I always stick mine back in the fridge, let it harden up. Yeah. And then put it in my bathroom where it holds up literally for months. Like it just holds up. I always use rosemary as one of my essential oils because it's antibacterial and antifungal, which is going to help cut down on any smells period that your body makes. I like to use a lot of citrus because it's very bright, but you could use lavender because it's going to have some of those antibacterial properties as well. Anything fresh, like if you wanted to make this for a more masculine presenting person, pine would be a fabulous way to go. Frankincense, sandalwood, you could, you could coach yourself in this. Like it's okay. So now get into that. Because this is really where the magic happens. Because we've all talked, we've talked in the past about ritual baths and and using baths as magic. And so this is where it's going to get really pretty witchy. So easiest way to make a magical bath is you're just going to fill up your tub. And you're going to dump your plant matter and your essential oils. And if you're putting crystals into the water, research them to make sure they hold up. Some crystals turn toxic when they hit water. Some break down very easily. Like you don't want to stick pearls in your water. It's bad for the pearls. Right. Yeah. That kind of thing. So just make sure you know what you're putting in there. Like I like we were talking about before, use a bag to seal it up. That will make cleanup easier. I like to add oatmeal to baths because oatmeal will make your skin so incredibly, incredibly soft. Oh my goodness, you don't even know. What I oatmeal put, do you use? Just the, the old fashioned. Well, yeah, because I don't I just use old fashioned oats. And honestly, I've been using Quaker just literally right out of the box because that's what I've had on hand. Yeah. Because life's been bonkers lately and it's been hard to do the, the shopping I like to do. Uh, but bulk okay. oatmeal, any oatmeal, um, I, I imagine steel cut would work. I just haven't used it. I've just used, I wouldn't use instant because they're going to puff up weird yeah. and that feels weird. But um, regular oatmeal. You can mix any of these, any things you can mix ahead of time. Just mix the dry ingredients and don't add any wet ingredients, including your essential oils until, until you're ready to start the bath. Cause you don't want things going wonky. Yeah. Right. Epsom salts, gram loads, essential oils. So I've done um, jars for gifts where it Epsom salt and oatmeal and lavender and rose petals all blended up, all mixed into their fine little, you know, as fine as I can get them. And with a little dropper thingy of essential oils kind of tied to the jar. Yeah, because I'm I'm, I'm fancy like that. that. (laughs) Um, Again, you can add anything to a bath as long as it's not toxic. Yeah. Or going to react to the water. So, or to you, <laughs> or to you, I would not put peanuts in a bath because I would die. 
you would die. I'm desperately allergic to peanuts. <laughs> but yeah, Epsom salts, you should have Epsom salts on hand and they should be Epsom salts. Although I guess in a pinch, you could use sea salt, but um, I would not use regular table salt. It's just going to break down weird. So but, you could make yourself a base uh-huh. and then depending on what magical or thing you wanted, add the herbs and essential oils after, like have some ground lavender or whatever. Yeah. And if you are somebody who does a lot of ritual baths, like specifically, like specifically ritual baths, making up the base with your Epsom salts or your Epsom salts and your oatmeal or your Epsom salts and, you know, and then adding any of the dry ingredients. And, you know, we've talked about this before. If you're going to do a lot of herb work as a witch, invest in a coffee grinder, um, preferably one you don't mix with the food you eat. Magical coffee grinder. I say that because I know what I blend in mine. And yeah. Uh, So you would recommend like a coffee grinder over like a magic bullet? I would. Just because you can pick up a coffee grinder at Target for nothing and if you're gonna use one just to be making your bath stuff let's do a quick list of some really good bath herbs to have on hand calendula we're gonna we like calendula because it's very soothing on the skin very soothing it is a calendula salve which like i said we're not going to talk about salves right now but a calendula salve will heal minor cuts scrapes bruises beautifully chamomile because it's going to feel, love again, it's going to feel lovely on the skin. It's going to aid in sleep. It's going to really relax your body. The same with valerian, which is fabulous in a tub, but it will smell a little bit like sock. But it, oh, the, the relaxation it gives your muscles is worth smelling like a sock. Let me tell you. Okay. Um, comfrey is, again, another good one for the, for sore muscles, sore bones. Do not eat comfrey. Don't do it. Thank you. Again, none of this is medical advice except to say, don't eat comfrey. Don't be sticking stuff in your face, please. Let's not. Okay. Eucalyptus. We all know what eucalyptus does. It's going to open up everything. Just open up everything. Hops um, is going to be especially good for feminine stuff. Lavender. Lavender is going to relax the crap out of you. If you gave yourself a lavender and chamomile bath, you'd be out like a baby. Lemon balm. Lemon balm is going to be nice because it's going to energize you a little bit peppermint same thing rosemary it's going to give you all those antibacterial things we've talked about that before sage it's just lovely to have on hand for a million reasons rose petals and rose hips now the rose the rose petals and the rose hips they are going to boost they're going to release vitamin c right into your skin you're going to feel amazing so i have a really quick recipe for a bath bomb I love these because this is a way to make up a magical bath without, and it can, it's shelf stable, so it can sit for a while. And so you're going to want one cup baking soda, half a cup of citric acid, uh, available at Mountain Rose Herbs, but you can also get it on Amazon, half a cup cornstarch, quarter of a cup Epsom salt, quarter of a cup of melted coconut oil. And your essential oils. Now, most measurements say 15 to 20 drops. Measure that with your heart like you measure garlic. Good God. 
Oh, and a mold. You're going to need a mold. But here's the thing with the mold. The mold can be as simple as an ice cube tray. You don't need to make it complicated. I have watched people take saran wrap, plunk in their their stuff and twist it up into a ball and call that good. Yeah. Do do what makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to mix the dry ingredient in a big bowl. And then you're going to pour in your coconut oil and your Now, what I like to do is I like to add, I like to melt my coconut oil and then add my essential oil to the coconut oil. So it's all one one singular wet ingredient, if you will. Yeah. Mix your dry ingredients, mix your wet ingredients, add the wet to the dry and then start molding pretty quickly. You'll get some fizz, but you're not adding enough liquid to activate it, really. And then mold it. You're going to want to let it sit for at least a couple of hours to kind of set to let mm -hmm. that um, to let the coconut oil kind of harden and do whatever. And then you can add plant matter to this. I You can add crystals to it. Uh, if it's a dry ingredient, you're going to, if you know, add that, add that lavender directly into your dry ingredients. Okay. Right. Um, if you're going to add like a crystal or um, a charm in the middle, mix it all up. And as you're molding it, you're going to stick your stuff in the middle of it and then wrap it around it. In the past, I've taken a bay leaf and written a sigil on water-soluble ink. Oh, nice. And then added that into the middle of it. And then as it kind of, as the bath bomb went and the uh, sigil disappeared because it's water-soluble it released that energy. So let's talk about some magical blends and oils. So oils, when we're talking about a magical oil, we're talking about essential oils that are in a carrier oil. A carrier oil is a, just what it sounds like, it's going to carry the essential oils. Uh, in our case, what we're talking about in our uses right now, we're going to want something skin safe. So don't use vitamin E because even though it's in very small doses, skin safe for what we're talking about, it's not. But like jojoba is great. That fractionated coconut oil, fabulous. Yeah. In a pinch, feel free to use olive oil because olive oil is good for your skin, but it does have an olivey scent. So, but like the coconut oil and the jojoba oil do not. So we're talking about making oil ritual Effectively, what we're doing here is we're making perfume. So now, if you are brand new to the world of essential oils or even to the world of working with herbs, you're going to want a correspondence book if you're going to be making magical perfumes. You're going to want to know the energy that this herb or this oil carries. Is it sun? Is it moon? Is it fire? Is it water? It's that kind of thing. And there's millions of them out there and there's millions of resources on the internet for them, but you're gonna want one that you're comfortable with that aligns with your path. I've been using the, um, well, I have my favorite ingredients book, but I don't have it on me. So, But I've been using the Complete Formulary of Magical Oils by Celeste Rain Haldstab from Llewellyn Publications and it's her oils. She's not adding them. She's using her, most of hers in the candle anointing realm. And absolutely do that. Feel free to do that. Yeah. Please do. Uh, you're just not going to want the carrier oil. You don't need it. So I'm going to give without a blend right now. And you can add these blends. Like you can add oil like jojoba 
refractinated coconut oil directly into your bath. You can just dump it in there. You could add olive oil into your bath. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So let's start with a blend for the element of air. You're going to want half a part. And these are just, I'm assuming that we're using, let's say, one to two ounces of carrier. I'd say one ounce. Half part lavender, half part sandalwood, and a drop or two of Nairobi for an air blend. I'm not familiar with that one. It is an orange-ish scent. Okay. It's earthy, too. Like, when I think of Neroli, I think of a I think of a street smart orange, and that's just as good as, I'm sorry. <laughs> but my brain was just like, no, it's a little edgy orange. He's just like a little edgy guy. Okay. I've been under the weather all day. Sorry, friends. It's just anyway. Okay. For an earth element blend, an eighth part each of sandalwood and honeysuckle, a quarter part patchouli, vetiver, and myrrh. That is that yeah, that is, that is, uh, <laughs> that over alone made me go, hmm, okay, okay. I'm not a fan of that ever, but I don't need to be. <laughs> For a fire element, uh, half part ginger, half part rosemary, a few drops each, pedigrain and clove. Now, pedigrain is an acquired scent. So, it's not for everyone, but I imagine it's not. It is a it's only very, a few drops, so how bad could it be? Uh, it is a very <laughs> powerful magic thing. I use it in my magic stuff all the time. I'm just saying. Oh, that was that was not for fire. No, that was for fire. Is it fire? Yep. Good lord! But the clove should probably knock out the pedigree. Actually, for a water elemental oil. A third part bergamot, a third part jasmine, and a third part myrrh, which I think would be very light and very lovely. Yeah. For a moon oil, uh, now you can, uh, the complete formulary magical oil has a lot of like full moon, monthly moon, that kind of thing. It's yeah. just kind of a general moon one. I didn't really want to get too specific in these because if you become invested in doing this sort of stuff, you're going to find your own things. Yeah. And that's really what I encourage us all to do. So I was yeah. trying to keep it general. Get the book. <laughs> it's a good book. Need. So for a moon, it's going to be equal parts jasmine and sandalwood which just it's gonna smell like a southern night it's gonna be lovely for a sun one a sun oil i half part frankincense a quarter part cinnamon and an eighth part each pedigree and rosemary i would use that sparingly for a basic luck oil a third part each basil bayberry and vervain and it can be worn every day to bring that aura of luck and good stuff. And people will just kind of be drawn to you. And uh, for protection oil, a third part lemon, a third part rosemary, and a third part valerian. Huh. And just, again, wear that when you need protection. For each and every thing that you would need, like there are there are oils specifically tailored to... Uh, 
every sort of love spell you could want. And and I've made clear my opinions on love spells. They feel a little manipulative. Um, yeah, there's some great self-love ones out there. Use those. Um, that to draw money to you, to win a court case, to bring back a lost pet, or to make your pets like you more, not dead pet, lost. <laughs> She's reacting to my face. <laughs> sure, that would go bad. There are oils for deities that are specific to a deity. Um, so if you were doing a ritual and you wanted to take a ritual, you're doing a ritual where you are going to honor the goddess. Demeter. Demeter oil. Uh, so for a Demeter oil, you do half part myrrh, quarter part vetiver, and a quarter part oak moss. And you could use it to anoint your candles. Or if you if you wanted, you could just dump that right into your bath. So you're let's pretend that we're getting ready to do a harvest ritual to, Deme to Demeter. I would want to, if it's a ritual, I'm going to want to ritually cleanse myself beforehand. Right? You, you that right we want to yeah. enter these we want the space to be sacred from start to finish so we're i'm gonna make the demeter oil so that i'm i'm gonna dump that in my bath so yeah that's some basics body care and witchery i tried to keep it pretty vague because you know what our listeners practice other than a vague they're witches right and i know that my work is very different than nancy's work and so my selection of essential oils tends to be a little earthier, a little heavier, a little more um, aggro, if you will. And Nancy's are very sunny and floral and lighter. And, and so ocean her and ocean and the moon. And I am, while I love the ocean and I love the moon, my approach to the moon is not the full moon it's the absence of moon if you if what it's the dark moon so and also you're gonna you're gonna you do you yeah uh there's tons i thought about giving uh, an oil blend for uh use in in psychic work and in, in divination work do you know how many are out there a million uh the one the the solitary well there's lots of things that that correspond with psychic abilities and etc but for oils the most basic ingredient across the board was clary sage yeah. so if you're wanting to make an oil start with clary sage like just learn your learn your correspondences find which ones work the best for you i've encountered witches who are like i've been using this particular blend for decades and i'm like i have never heard of that i have never heard of four of those ingredients what yeah. you know or that doesn't work with me like clary yeah. sage clary sage makes me mm -mm, nope 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 <laughs> no we but i know lots of other witches it works wonders for yeah. it just makes me stabby so okay. what yes okay pick one thing pick them all <laughs> I have had bath bomb making like what the things and everything, so that might be my first thing. I have all the ingredients, but you know me. We're gonna do this. <laughs> bath bombs are a shelf of ingredients of that stuff. Bath bombs are so easy to make. So easy to make. Yeah, that's well start. So that is our episode on body care. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, etc. on all your favorite podcasting apps. We're on 
iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, CastBox, et cetera, et cetera. Email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. And find us over on Facebook. Have a magical day and take a ritual bath. <laughs> Check out the complete formulary of magical oils. Um, another couple ones I was impressed with is the Illustrated Urbanary by mm. Toll. Beautiful illustration. This just a beautiful book. And there was one more I was going to Herb Magic by Patty Wigington. Had a lot of good stuff in it too. Again, really nicely illustrated. Mm -hmm.